Hey, 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 y'all. We are back for another episode of Raw with a Purpose. I am Titani Harris, psychotherapist, author, speaker, certified balanced living coach, CEO of TMH Behavioral Services and founder of TMH Man Cave. Hey, I'm Latasha Davis. I'm vice president of TMH Behavioral Services, couples, marriage and family expert. I love it. I love it. I love it. So how are you doing today? You always flip it on me. Oh, man, Tad, but I'm here. I'm yeah. good. We're good. good. Yes, we're good. We're, we're good. good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. I guess our mood is a reflection of this episode. I guess so. <laughs> Go it's ahead. A one. It's a heavy one. So today we want to talk about mental illness. Mm-hmm. So we want to first say we love y'all for rocking with us for this long. Yes. You, you new in the game. Yes, y'all yes, Y'all rocking yes, with us. So yes. we appreciate all the love and the feedback we've been getting. But we just want to say, I want to give a disclaimer that we will be discussing mental illness today. This topic can be definitely triggering and want to be mindful. We want everyone to be mindful of this happens to affect you by the information that we will talk about together today that we just want to make sure you take care of yourself and make sure you have an outlet, a resource, and, and probably see mental health services if you need to yeah. we have um, www.tmhbehavioralservices here on site so I want to make sure just take care of yourself that's what we want to make sure out of this conversation that we will be having today also understanding that the, the information we share today is just for educational purposes and I want to encourage you to not to self-diagnose don't be an internet doctor today like just was <laughs> just for educational purposes, mm-hmm. general view. Um, yeah, let's get right to it. So we talk about mental illness, right? What is mental illness? We already talked about mental health, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about mental health and what your mental health looks like and how to take care of your mental health. But today we want to solely focus on what mental illness is, because I think people don't understand what mental illness is and that they get the two confused mental health versus mental illness. So mental illness is basically a condition that affects your mood your thinking and your behavior, and it affects your social daily living. I'm going to say it again. A mental illness is a condition that affects your mood, your thinking and your behavior and its impact on your social daily living. So we think about mental illness. We think about things like depression, anxiety, PTSD. Right. Yes. And just kind of giving some um, clarification about what those diagnoses are. Anxiety is feeling like exhaustion, social withdrawal, worry, irritability, fatigue. Um, You have PTSD is just basically being exposed to a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Depression is can be persistent in regards to how we feel with our moods, feeling withdrawal, difficulty concentrating. So those are just some of those symptoms of those items. Right. And the illness comes in is when those things are happening and it's affecting your social daily living. And what we mean is if these conditions are affecting the way you parent, right, the way you show up in your relationships, if you go to work or not, like that's mm-hmm. when there's cause for concern, when your behavior changes. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, Tasha, and you could talk about this too. Like, let's just be honest. Like we were trained the DSM-5. So DSM-5 is a book that therapists use, mental health professionals use to diagnose clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so as as we mentioned, some of the common diagnoses are PTSD, depression, and anxiety. Yes. But as black clinicians over the past 10 plus years that we've, we've done this work, I think it's important to talk about how like those things look different mm-hmm. in us right yes. things like depression anxiety and ptsd mm-hmm. and for the sake of this conversation i'll just start with ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder yes so post-traumatic stress disorder is a condition or mental health disorder that is triggered by experiencing or witnessing a terrifying or traumatic event right mm-hmm. a traumatic event so for example the death of someone mm-hmm. abuse whether it's physical or sexual a car accident, accident. things like mm-hmm. that can be a cause of PTSD. Mm-hmm. But as a clinician who works with people who look like me, I struggle with diagnosing black people with PTSD. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say we don't have it, but in our work, 
I feel like there's nothing post about the black experience. Mm -hmm. PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder, which means after the effect. After the fact. And in my opinion, there's nothing both post about our experience. And what I mean is it happens daily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to heal from something that you're constantly enmeshed in. And what I'm talking about is like the social unrest, even thing, not even on that, on that spectrum, certain mm-hmm. things like how we raise our children, mm-hmm. right? We always have to think about like how we speak before we go into a mm-hmm. job interview yeah. or what we wear when we leave our home. Yeah. Are we going to be pulled over by the police? Like yeah. those are constant, the it's violence constant. in our right. neighborhoods. Like it definitely, that's something I just want to kind of talk about that. I remember, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I feel like okay. I have, I remember when I first got out of grad school, got my first job. Okay. Um, worked in a residential treatment. I won't say where I was, mm-hmm. but I got hired and the woman who was my supervisor was Caucasian um later found out one of the conversations we had was that she hired me because she felt like I can relate to the community I can relate to the pro- people being the projects just assumed it wait she said that be you know I say my word <laughs> so she okay so she said that she hired you because she hired me because she felt like I'd be relatable to people in a lower poverty Wow. Yeah. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's, so that's that reminding tr- me again, I'm black, but now you remind you, this is, this is the social economics that is still so because right. I'm black, I can relate to anybody of, you know, someone because of that. Yeah. So that, that, I think that was one of my first experiences of just being reminded I'm black. Mm. You know, it was like, wow. So that's why I was hired is because of, I can relate to another black person who possibly have lived in this type of social status. And, and it's things like that, right? That traumatic yeah. experience. Another example, when we talk about there's nothing post about our experience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's prevalent, like it's pervasive, mm-hmm. it's yes. ongoing is even you and I, when we went to a certain bank. Ooh, girl, I remember that. I do. So oh we'll my talk about God, that. let's so, get into that one. So real estate, we, when we first got into real yeah, estate. Yeah, so we first got into real estate. Tasha and I had this lofty goal to save X amount of dollars and we did. And so we were talking about where we want to hold our money for our business. And we went to a bank, not going to say the bank's name. And before we went, I told Tasha, I said, Booski, when we get there, this is the account we're going to ask for because I had done my research because I'm a super nerd. Yeah, right? she's not. She, <laughs> let's say in, a, in the business, in the real estate business, she does the paperwork. Yes. I do the hands-on with the contractors yes you're the creator I'm the I'm the, I'm, the, I'm gonna hit you with the no you ain't gonna get up on us right but um I had did some research in terms of like thinking about like what kind of account we mm-hmm. wanted and I knew with a certain account we wouldn't have to pay any fees mm-hmm. so when I was on this bank's website I was like oh we gonna call we gonna qualify for this account right so we go into the bank we had on sweatshirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hoodies, nice shoes. Gym I mean, shoes. It was a casual day. It was a casual day. day. It wasn't. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was just a regular day, but just in our regular day to day year. Yeah, it we had a... made the appointment online, mm-hmm. and when we get there, the the banker did eat like we sit down and we're mm-hmm. talking about what we do, and he, I'm gonna say he, he offered us an, one of the lower accounts. Yes, basically he was like. This is the account you can open up, and these are the fees associated with it. And it was like the low. It was like the lowest of the, the lowest five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, and Based we ain't gonna say. I'm not gonna like. tell you how much money we had saved, but it was. It blew his mind. It blew his mind about how much money we what saved. Happened after that, he was like, "Oh, yeah." Oh, so well, we got this account for you. But before before like, that, like before <laughs> that, we kind of looked at each, each other, other, and I yeah. remember when we were sitting there, Tasha looked at me. I said, "I got this." I said, "I'm sorry." Looking at your website. 
these accounts are available. And he said, they are. And I that's when he saw the check, remember? And mm-hmm. then he tried to change his tune. And I decided at that moment, we're not staying here. I didn't even tell Tosh. I, I didn't even, I didn't look at her. I just said, we're not staying here. So we left. But that's a that's an example mm-hmm. of how like this traumatic stress is on. We're tax paying citizens. We you know we work hard, but yet we still experience yeah. these things. So I mm-hmm. think that's why. And, 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 it, and we can go on and on. Yeah. But that's why I struggle with the whole PTSD concept in terms of like diagnosing clients also when i think about post-traumatic stress disorder and working with black boys right Mm -hmm. especially early on in my work i saw a lot of young boys and the parents would bring them in for adhd Mm -hmm. right but once i do the history i'm like adhd is not the primary diagnosis now adhd is is there's inattentive Mm -hmm. and there is impulsive right Mm -hmm. and so What I learned is that when I do the full assessment, something has happened. There was a traumatic event, right? That caused, in fact, there was something that happened prior to this diagnosis. So from a clinical clinician standpoint, I go, yeah, he may have symptoms of ADHD, but that's PTSD, right? Maybe the parents got a divorce Mm -hmm. or somebody died in their family, Mm -hmm. which caused them to Mm -hmm. start misbehaving in school, right? Like Mm -hmm. acting up. And so they were like, oh, he has ADHD. It's like, no, something happened. Mm -hmm. Now the ADHD is there, but it's what we call secondary, that's secondary diagnosis. So that's what I mean when I talk about things looking different. As black women, we know that depression, Mm -hmm. right? You want to talk about that? Like what depression looks like. And, you know, we think about depression. We think about things like, you know, losing interest in activities, fatigue, Social withdrawal. Yes. Things like that. But I think one of the symptoms of depression for black women is the super shero cape we carry. And what I mean is we always feel like we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And to Mm -hmm. me, that can be a symptom of depression because we're not necessarily dealing with the day to day. We just want to keep going. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Yep. Also, when I think about depression in black men, right? Because I work with black men. So like Mm -hmm. same symptoms overall, but in my work, I've learned depression even looks different in black men. So what I've seen is they struggle with sleep. Not all, but some Mm -hmm. struggle with sleep, unexplained back pain or headaches, anger Mm -hmm. um, that can be mass of depression, stress, Mm -hmm. things like that. Sexual dysfunction, basically not being able to get it up, right? Right. Like that's a symptom of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, Substance abuse, Mm -hmm. um, suicidal ideation, things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you say also kind of how we talked about this, the woman having a super shero would you feel that same as the male having that superhero dynamics I do okay. I do I do think that's part of it but I also think like and, and again let's go back to black women because I do think the super shero part the superhero is part of the men but I think for men because it's so that's what they expected to do mm-hmm. it's not in your face like it's not like okay because that's what's yeah that's how that society you know yeah, yeah yeah but I think also for black women um, not just feeling like we have to do do it all and be it all but this overachieving mm-hmm. this you know feeling like we gotta always show up for other people and things mm-hmm. like that so it's not always always a nurturer and a caregiver exactly mm-hmm. you know it's not always us crying or mm-hmm. In the corner somewhere or like in the bed sleeping right. too much. You know what I mean? Right, like right. it just looks different. I think that's why it's important that all clinicians, no matter what race or ethnic background, are trained, you know, are culturally trained to understand what these things look like right. in us. Right. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's that's part of it. Am I missing anything? I'm trying to think. So we got PTSD. Mm-hmm. What about anxiety? Yes. Like anxiety. So what is anxiety? We know that anxiety it's is exhaust. So yeah, anxiety could be exhaustion. Yep. Social withdrawal. Worry, irritability, fatigue. That's just the clinical form of what we see in our work. 
Um, I know working with clients, that's what they come. A lot of clients come in and with the depression and anxiety. And it's also like cause and effect for that too. Like mm-hmm. what's going on, what's happening in their life that's causing some of the anxiety, what's causing some of that depression. And some of that is generational, like as far as what happened in their family and happening like work, like you said, it's just those different factors is causing some of this stuff. So what we're doing in therapy is really trying to break it down and just kind of restructure them. Right. But also anxiety can be when you have a lot of physical health issues, that can be a symptom of anxiety, Mm -hmm. like high blood pressure, uh, sweating episodes, heart rate, like your heart rate mm-hmm. is going really, really fast. So those, that's a symptom of anxiety. Also, um, self-medicating, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're drinking too, find yourself drinking too much, you know how you'd be like, oh, girl, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Why are you having that glass of wine every night? Like, why do you feel the need to have wine to maybe mm-hmm. calm you down? That's mm-hmm. a symptom of anxiety. Like you mentioned always worrying. You mentioned that. Um, goal avoidance. What that- about alone? Mm. Yes, yes. That's a big thing I feel like contributes to the anxiety. Yes. Not no exactly, right? That fear of change. Like that's a symptom of anxiety. But also things like I don't think what gets talked about, um, nervous habits, pulling on your hair, biting your nails, fidgeting. Fidgeting. Those are those are also symptoms of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then I think a a big one that we don't talk about is like people who struggle with having stress around going out like being in public oh, yeah. places yes they get overwhelmed yes. that's a symptom of anxiety oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely I've, I've definitely hear that um people having to get their stuff together too and they use it like you said they might have to do a little marijuana yeah <laughs> i'm not condoning i'm just saying that's what people do. <laughs> but they say i need to take a shot before yes. we go out I need to, you know, take a little hit because I want to mm-hmm. loosen up. Like, this is what they do in order to function in a social setting. Yep. Because they don't want to feel awkward or that weird person in the group. Exactly. Um, I want to go back a little bit just so I can give people some context when we talked about that PTSD and me removing a P from PTSD, traumatic race. I mean, traumatic, traumatic, post-traumatic okay. stress disorder, removing a P. But there's something called race-based traumatic stress. And it's not in the DSM-5. Right. It's not in our book that mm-hmm. we have to diagnose clients, but we look for it mm-hmm. in our work. So race based traumatic stress is basically a mental I- injury or the mental distress that is triggered by um, racial bias, systemic racism, police brutality, things like that. And again, it's not a diagnosis on paper, but it's something we assess for at TMH, some mm-hmm. of that racial trauma, because yeah. we know that affects us as well, too. Yeah. And kind of talking about, I know we, um, I was mentioning some of just going back to just our upbringing. Yeah. You know, when we was growing up, you had Big Mama, Mama saying, you know, in the culture, oh, he's just a little touched. Yes, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, or being or dismissing what yeah. was in front of our face yeah. because we didn't know how to handle it. We didn't yep. have the tools to really help that person who was in need, misdiagnosing, not properly treating. Yes, yes, and that misdiagnosing is big, and I mm-hmm. think. Being misdiagnosed is the reason why a lot of us don't even seek therapy, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you can be mis- misdiagnosed, mm-hmm. especially if you are a clinician who hasn't been trained to recognize the other symptoms that, that may not be in a DSM-5. Yeah. And I know clients, I think clients, because we, especially for the, for the black culture, clients have hesitancy when being diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, it, because of that crazy stigma. Yeah. But what we do, and I know when we do our assessment, and I know clients, okay, what did you assess me with? I mean, yep. what, is, what did you diagnose me with? And the thing is important is that you're checking those boxes of those symptoms. Yep. 
So now it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you have depression because of boom, boom, boom. Remember you stated last week you had this, you know, this symptom. Remember this happened. Remember this. So kind of giving them that checkbox and say, okay, it makes sense. Sometimes they don't have those checkboxes. They're just like, oh, I went to get a, I went to get my evaluation from my psychiatrist and he just diagnosed me in 10 minutes right. without really knowing me. Yeah. But also, like you said, like checking those boxes. But one of the things that I do is... <laughs> I tell the client, listen, the diagnosis is so that we can get reimbursed. Yes. Especially if you're using, using insurance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have to put something. It's mm-hmm. just a requirement, but you're more than your diagnosis. Right. This is just, I like to, not a label, but just an understanding mm-hmm. of your symptoms mm-hmm. and what you have going on. Right. And on the other side, I have clients that feel relieved. Yes. That they, they put, have a diagnosis. Yes. To. They can put They're like, now I know I'm not crazy. I knew it was something going on more than what people were saying. Like, oh, girl, that's nothing. You just, you just stressed out, you know, oh, that's just that, you know, but now it's this sense of relief that now it makes sense why I was experiencing. Now I could connect the cause and effect, but it is some sense of relief on the other side too, just to have an understanding of what's, what's happening for me. Now I feel like I can act, actively treat it. Yes. Yes. So, and I'm glad you mentioned, you, you said something about crazy and like I'll, and something for the culture when people be like, oh, he's bipolar, mm-hmm. right? And understanding what bipolar means. Like I've heard people say like one minute, I get this person next minute. I get that person like two different people. Mm -hmm. That's not bipolar. Right. I think that's more borderline personality disorder. When you talk about getting different people, People. bipolar disorder is when one minute there's a shift in your mood, like one minute you're high energy, Mm -hmm. but the next minute you're super, super down and super, super low. Right. Like you're life at a party and now you over here in a a corner. Right. (laughs) That's more a bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. than I guess I'm trying to make the point that it's not bipolar disorder when you say, you know, the person is for, I'll use my, I'm Tanny one minute and then Chai Tanny the next, whatever the case yeah. may be like, two different, pe- two different people pe- versus mood. Exactly. People versus mood. So right. bipolar disorder is when the mood shifts mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Right. Right. And I think a lot of times it's what they meant to mean to say when they say the mood, like they was just this person, now they this yeah. person. But I mean, now I'm saying it, right. not a person, <laughs> person, but it's a mood to mood. So I think that's what the educational piece come in. It's a when we're saying bipolar, it's a mood thing. Borderline, it's a person now, like a person, person type of thing. So. Yeah, and it's also, and I think oftentimes like there's borderline personality disorder, right? Which is basically mm-hmm. you know the unstable mood, but it's also about relationships, mm-hmm. right? In terms yeah. of how you act in those relationships. So I just think it's important mm-hmm. to understand that. Um, oh, this is whew. I know, and then them access too. I mean, and <laughs> see, I don't even. I'm gonna be honest. I tell Titanic. Tanny, Tans. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to deal with an access to disorder. Mm-hmm. That's another thing as therapists, you have to know what your limitations and yes. capacity is. I cannot handle it. It's a lot and overwhelming for me. Yes. I give anyone kudos for access to diagnosis clients. Yes. Um, so you just gotta know what your niche is and you just gotta know if you, you know, it's not all about the dollar. It's really getting these clients what their needs are, and that's really important to me. Yeah, we know that you don't like what we call those those SMIs, severely mentally ill, and those are like the personality disorders, which can be heavy work. I've I've actually enjoyed that work in the past, but it does it does take a lot. But mm-hmm. I think it's important that people just understand that there's a difference, yeah, and just you know eliminate that stigma. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any final thoughts? Mm-hmm. I think one of the big ones we haven't really talked about is schizophrenia. See, that's yeah, that's above my pay grade. Right now. 
it's been a while. Like I, know, I, I, know. I just, yeah. You know what? I let me say this about things like schizophrenia, yeah. schizophrenia. Just like a little brief thing. We're not gonna go. Like I said, this is express. We're not gonna go all deep, deep, deep into it. But just when people think about that's another piece um, in a black culture of schizophrenia that I don't think people really think about or talk about. Yeah. So let me. So here's the thing about schizophrenia. I don't think. I'll be fully transparent. Like, I don't know the cause of it, right? right I don't think right, the research right. is there to talk about the cause, but I do know it alters your brain, yes, right? It alters yes. how you think. think. And so it alters a person's, and I believe how you feel and how you um, act, like mm-hmm. in a clear way. In a reality room. In, like, yeah, exactly. So the hallucination. Exactly. And auditory and stuff like that. So we just kind of, you know, I don't want to go too far into it, just give you a little snippet, but that's like on even a higher, like it's severe, like we going from like depression to a PTSD to a bipolar, it's like it's levels to this. Yeah. And so that's all we just want to put out there. And, and, and oftentimes, like and I think about it in my work, the people that I work with who did have schizophrenia, also one of those symptoms is like, like you said, people who are out of touch with reality, mm-hmm. people who have some disorganized speech, speech. like those, mm-hmm. those are big symptoms yes. of schizophrenia. Yes. Um, difficulty with concentration, yes. like, and that's more on a on a higher spectrum. Right. Yep. At TMH Behavioral Services. We necessarily don't see people who have severe mental illnesses, yes. but we do make sure that they are connected, are connected with, with the right resources. resources. Yeah. I used to see those people, but I just don't have the capacity to provide that service anymore. Yeah. 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 We hope you guys really enjoyed this episode on mental illness, what it is, um, how to identify it. Don't go self-diagnose yourself, mm-hmm. please. This is um, not MedMD. Right. This is not <laughs> MedMD. But also understanding, like, I always say this, like, mental illness is not a personal failure. Not taking care of your mental health is. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like it's important that we do take care of ourselves on an everyday basis. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So make sure you guys, you know, go ahead and follow us on all social media at Raw With The Purpose. You can follow me at TMH Man Cave and at Titani Harris on social media. Like Titani said, follow us on Facebook, IG, Raw With The Purpose. You can follow me, myself, Latasha D29 or Chocolate Diva at IG. Download the episode. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.